0: Hello, Sparkling Entrepreneur. Welcome to the Sparkling Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Hoover. As a success coach and intuitive artist, I help female entrepreneurs elevate their business with fun, fulfillment, and flow. I'm also an Amazon number one new release author, and my expertise is in intuition, success mindset, and visionary thinking in business. I'm very fortunate to have been featured in Positively Positive Thrive Global, and Thought Catalog, among other amazing publications. I hope you'll find this show helpful to your entrepreneur journey, and if so, please feel free to like the show, subscribe, and leave a review. Enough about me and the show. Let's get started. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, beautiful sparkling souls, I wanted to hop on I hate when people say hop on. <laughs> I wanted to sit next to my mic today and, how's that? <laughs> and talk to you guys about something that I actually um, have been repeating a lot in many of my live videos lately. I also wrote a pretty in depth blog post about this that I will link to in the show notes. And that is this concept that you are not as random as you think. This is huge. But before I dive into that, I want to share something that literally changed my whole perspective on who I am as an entrepreneur, but I've also recently shared this concept with many of my clients inside of Sparkling, Successful, and Published, and I've had feedback that it really changed their perspective on who they are as entrepreneurs. So I want to share this with you briefly, and then we'll dive in and apply this to why you aren't as random as you think. So, this idea originally, it may originate somewhere else, but I originally heard about it in Mike Kim's book, You Are Your Brand, which I highly recommend. It's all about personal branding, very effective. And Mike Kem brings up the idea that you are one of two types of entrepreneur. And I have never heard this, and it's just brilliant. So first of all, there's a how topreneur A how-to-preneur um, is someone who's going to teach you how to do something step-by-step, very tangible. So I always think of like a website designer is going to teach you how to design a website or how to brand your Business. Um, things, if you're teaching someone a step by step, that's a how to preneur. Okay, the other type of preneur, and I would, well, the other type is called an idea preneur. An idea preneur is trying to spread a large idea, right? Trying to create a movement around a certain new way of thinking. So, for instance, Brene Brown, She, her whole career, both before she was an international superstar and after, is about spreading the ideas around um, shame and vulnerability and the research that she's found behind that. Um, so she's a great example of an ideapreneur. I'll use myself to further explain, so... The sparkling hippie to me is it's an idea, right? It's this idea of being free, of being fulfilled, of being in your flow and allowing the creativity to just judge all around you. <laughs> The Sparkling Hippie Publishing Company, on the other hand, is very much a how to project. How to self publish your book, how to become a best selling author on Amazon through self publishing, right? We're going to take you step by step through that process. So, the advantage of being a how topreneur is that the problem is super easy to identify, right? So people know they need a website. They know they need to publish a book. So and it's, it's, a, it's a very clear outcome too. Oh, you'll get a website. Oh, you'll get a book, right? The disadvantage is that how-topreneurs oftentimes have a ton of competition. So you have to really be creative in how you position yourself in the industry, Ideapreneurs, on the other hand, have the advantage that there's usually not much competition in the industry at all. So um, I would venture to say before Brene Brown blew up the TEDx talk, the TED Talk stage, um, I would venture to say well, it seems like no one was talking about shame and vulnerability, especially from a researcher's perspective. So she single-handedly has like spread that movement. I think there are people now who talk about that stuff, but as a result of her work, right? So the advantage is that there's usually not a lot of competition. The disadvantage is that when we're talking about sales, basically all selling is, is someone has a problem and you're going to, you have the solution, right? You know how to fix it for them or help them fix it. And ideapreneurs have the disadvantage that most of the time people don't know there's a problem. They don't know they they struggle with talking about shame um, and guilt and vulnerability, right? They don't know they need more creativity and intuition in their life. So as an ideapreneur, you sort of have to think outside the box and how you're gonna frame yourself and and share why is this idea important. So go ahead and push pause if you need to and take a second and really identify which type of entrepreneur you think you are. Are you an ideapreneur or are you more of a how topreneur There's not a right or wrong answer. Well, you're, you're one or the other, but one's not better than the other. And like I said, they both have advantages and they both have disadvantages. So um, don't be shamed about which one you are. And when you're ready, you can press play and come back. So specifically today, what I'm talking about is going to be extra relatable to ideapreneurs. Now, I really think a lot of what we do is a mix of both. So once I really get my idea down then I can share a seven step process for how to overcome said idea, right? But in the beginning, you might be, you're launching your business, you're trying lots of things, you're, I know for me, it was like, oh, maybe I will design a website for people. Maybe I will do coaching and kind of felt really scattered and all over the place. And the idea behind this whole episode is that you're not as scattered as it may feel when you're getting started. And your ideas aren't as random as you think they are. (laughs) So I always use uh, my painting process as an example, but when I begin a blank canvas, right, I'm just throwing stuff, scribbling, uh, maybe just squirting paint around, and it can feel, actually usually the first layer feels pretty good because it's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) second layer comes in and I'm adding more color and more shapes and more squiggles and that's when it starts to feel chaotic and it's like oh I thought I was going with an orange palette now I'm using like blues and reds and I don't really know where this is going this is the part in entrepreneurship where people get really confused they feel like they're being wishy-washy um people are screaming in their ear, be consistent. And they're like, I don't know if I'm being consistent because I keep changing my mind. And I want you to just take a deep breath and know that it's okay. So this part of the painting always overwhelms me too. And this part of entrepreneurship was overwhelming to me as well. But if we'll take a step back, you know, and, and look at the painting, look at your on your business with fresh eyes, you'll start to see some connective tissue. So, oh yeah, there's a black squiggle there and there's some black dots there, okay? Okay, I can work with this. Let me pull out those black dots. Let me put, you know, frame out the rest of the picture so that those black dots and black squiggles will come to the forefront, right? And I'll share a secret with you. I may spend a whole layer bringing those black dots and black squiggles to the forefront, Only to the very next layer, turn around and cover them up and do something completely different. (laughs) That's okay. If you do that with your business, it's totally okay. Because you know what? You're creating depth. You're creating layers. You're never going to fully be able to er erase those black dots and squiggles. They're still underneath the fresh coat of paint. They're still there because it's track you've laid. It's a path that you've walked. It is... Proof that you're on this journey. So don't, um, don't resent it. Don't be angry about it, and don't be ashamed of it. Right? Ashamed of it. Every single piece of the journey is meant to be there. One of the things that is a characteristic for ideapreneurs is that oftentimes it's slow, consistent building over a lifetime. So again, I, I'm using Brene Brown as an example, but she had studied re, um, studied shame and vulnerability for like 20 or 30 years before she went on that TEDx stage that catapulted her career. That and she had already written several books before we knew Brene Brown as a household name. So she was already knee deep in this lifelong journey to spread this message, right? And then afterward, after fame, so to speak, she just continued doing what she was doing. Her path didn't change because she had this calling. She knew she was supposed to be sharing this message, and she did her whole life. And that's the same thing. When I look at The Sparkling Hippie, it's an idea. It's a set of values that I have been truthfully writing about in one way or another since I was at least 18 years old. Has it been instant overnight success and lots of money? No, but I know in my heart of hearts, this is what I'm supposed to be talking about again and again and again. And it's a lifelong journey because I'm spreading an idea, I'm spreading a movement. And movements can take 20, 40, 60, it can take hundreds of years, right? This movement may not take off till after you're gone. That's not the point. The point is to stand up and share what you believe in, right, as as your life's calling, right? So you're creating content. The Sparkling Hippie for me, I've created years worth of content. I've, I have a blog posts. I have podcasts. I have social media posts, reels, live videos. And most of them have not resulted in instant amount of money. But I'm going to record those and write and share all of these things Whether I get rich and famous from it or not, because this is my idea that I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about sharing, right? So I don't want you to get discouraged if you are an ideapreneur, right? It might just take longer, um, and that's okay. But also, how topreneurs (laughs) sometimes that takes a long time too. This is a different episode, but there's so much more that goes into starting a business than what we originally have been told on social media by random gurus, okay? (laughs) When people come to me for a business mapping session, they feel so scattered. They feel like they have a million ideas in a million different directions and they're not sure how to pull it in. Where's the money maker? Where's the offer? What do I talk about? Who am I trying to help? What is my ideal client? These are the questions they often bring to me for a business mapping session and what we do it's basically a business plan but I call it a business map because we have fun Uh, we bless your business and set the intention behind it and then you walk away with a clear-cut path for what to do next your next few steps right so and guys nine times out of ten clients walk away and they go oh it's that easy. Oh, I had no idea. It does all make sense. So a lot of times we get caught up in feeling random or feeling wishy-washy or like we're not being consistent in our business. And the truth is it's all for a purpose. It's all laying track for a reason. And just in my, in my career, and I'm relatively new, but I've seen stuff that I was talking about 10 years ago just now kind of fall into place. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's right. I wrote Brazenly Beautiful, my first book in 2015. And then just it sat there for years and years. And all of a sudden, guys, in 2021, it's like calling back to me. And it's like, this is why you share this book. This is where this fits in. This is where this fits in. It's like, huh, really? Because I thought that was a random part of my journey for a long time. So I'm gonna drop a link in the show notes if you want to read um, this as a blog post. I actually have four things you can do right now to become more clear in your business and your business ideas. And I've also shared in that blog post if you would like an outside professional perspective on your business and maybe you would crave, you are craving some clarity and you know your next few steps or your course of action, oh, it's 11:11. hey. <laughs> Um, if that's you, I would love to do a business mapping session for you. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's super fun. And like I said, everyone walks away like really clear and excited about their business path. So if that's of interest to you, I'll link that down below as well. Otherwise, I hope this was helpful. Don't forget to rate and review the show and we will see you next time.